So guys, it's Ruku here with a quick message before the podcast starts. It's crazy to think after this, we are now 10 episodes into the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for the love, for the retweets, for the shares, because, you know, you guys have made what this podcast is right now. And of course, it's still small and we've got bigger and better ideas lined up. But, you know, I'm so thankful for where we are right now. And yeah, enough said, man. Episode 10 of the Group Chat Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 10 of the Group Chat Podcast with me, your host, Ruku. Like I said, with every fifth episode, we have a motivational story. And it's an honor to bring on the most motivational person to me, the most inspirational person for me, my mum. So, Amma, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. God. I am obviously his mom. I am a property administrator. What does that entail? What do you do? Well, to be honest, I do a lot of things. I do um, obviously the banking, the filing, ordering of um, anything we need in our office, reports, spreadsheets. But the main focus of this um, episode isn't what you do. It's more your life story and how you've got to where you are. So firstly, you were born and brought up in London. Yes, right. So, how was your childhood? How was your upbringing? So, back in the days, um, as maybe a lot of older generation people will know, parents were a lot more stricter than they are now. Yeah. And so, I was brought up in a quite strict household. There was seven of us, four sisters, three brothers, and um, yeah, my parents were quite strict. But I can understand now why they were strict. I didn't appreciate at the time, but I can understand why they were strict now. Okay, we'll get to that. Just talk about. Education-wise? Okay, education, um, in back in those days, um, girls did not actually go to go on to do further education. Yeah. So the only education I really do have is GCSE, and, and I sort of barely scraped that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've come a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after marriage, what, what's like the biggest shock about life after marriage? What was the hardest to get uh, used to? I think it was just adapting to married life. I wasn't ready to have this extended family yeah. as well as it wasn't just husband and wife. So it, it, it's like you, you don't just marry one person, you marry like the, family. the whole family, isn't it? Yeah, and I think I was naive. What was the hardest maybe. thing? What was the hardest thing about the first year? Yeah, it's, like I said, it's just adapting to married life, with, with being with extended family. I just think you need a lot of patience. And to you know, I think parents nowadays, I think they're much more flexible and they yeah. definitely will, um, with the, especially with you know girls or boys, they will ask them if they're happy. They will definitely ask their um, opinion. Yeah. So I think with that, they should just be honest. And I think nowadays children are more open as well with parents yeah. as well. Yeah. So they would be honest. If they do like the um, guy or girl, they'll say, if they don't so you as a parent you'd want your child to be just honest with you open with you definitely 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 i mean i would like to be definitely involved Mm. i mean whether it is um, and someone they've chosen or whether it's someone they're gonna you know we're gonna be involved with choosing Mm. i would definitely want you know them to be 100 percent that they want to marry i would never ever 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 force a marriage no because i i remember seeing on twitter actually that a lot of people nowadays have the mindset of Oh, I don't care what my parents think. I'm I'm marrying because it's just me and that person, you know. 
Yeah, but that's that's just the sad thing about this generation nowadays. Yeah. If people do, I mean, I don't think everyone thinks like no, that. No, 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 definitely but, not. Yeah, the people who do think like that, I just think they will regret that because yeah. at the end of the day, family is very, very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I hope I instill that in all no, of my kids. Come, man. So very, yeah, and family. I think we do have a very close knit family, yeah. and we very we are very close. So I just think that you know, family without family, yeah, you might think, oh, I could do without them right now. Mm-hmm. But you'll you in further on in life, there will always come a time where that you know family you will always need family yeah, yeah. no matter how much you'll have your disagreements and everything like that you know like they said blood is thicker than water but you know yeah. you will always need family yeah. career wise mm. it took you a long time to get back out there and do something with your life yes why did it take so long to be honest i was um, very in the mindset that you know oh once you get married that's it end of life you have kids and that's the end of your life yeah 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 but then i just i, I mean it dawned on me and, and obviously you know it did take time but no that can't be the end of life you lot grew up i mean i had you and your sister and just one year apart and as soon as you lot went to full time education i was thinking i mean there has to be more to life than just cleaning the house mm-hmm. you know when afa and me were in school we actually like unhappy being at home or were you just like you didn't know no yeah do i don't think i was unhappy no no definitely wasn't unhappy i was probably lazy yeah. and i wasn't and i just think to myself oh no that was that is life i had to cook clean yeah. and cuz um, yeah cuz you've changed so much since like say 10 years ago definitely how did it first come about you just decided you know what i'm going to change my life i'm going to do something well you lot grew up you lot didn't need me as much mm-hmm. and then afterwards um, i thought no let me at least do a part time job even if it is a couple of hours a day yeah. a couple of hours even a week or something like that let me just do something mm-hmm. instead of just sitting at home and my brain was going dead as well and yeah, i'm sure yeah. i i mean yeah i didn't do very well at my education but i know i was clever but oh, i'm telling you the job market was unbelievable it was so hard yeah. to get a job without no education without no experience yeah it was like mission impossible to be honest so how how, how did you go yeah. about it but then i just um the, the, my first ever job uh, which I, when i went back to um, the working life was a part time job in a school midday meal supervisor yeah that's a proper like typical bengali definitely. job in a you know, bengali housewife job yeah uh, but <laughs> then uh, come on someone everyone has to start somewhere you no know, exactly exactly i'm not disagreeing yeah. man uh, and i hated it to be honest but enough looking after your own kids and if you're going to look after other people's kids <laughs> oh a nightmare i did that for two years and then i had your little brother i gave up work again yeah you no no didn't give up put it on pause right yeah well yeah put it on pause because i did not want i am one of the people who do not believe to give my children to look after you know for someone else to look after them like the child minders or i wouldn't burden somebody else like any you know like parents relatives kind of family yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah. i i would i did not want to do that mm-hmm. and i thought i done it for you too why should my, your little brother suffer where i could give him to somebody else obviously it's m- m- mainly women that do that they sacrifice their career for their children. Yeah, I think is is yeah, definitely mostly women. It's yeah. very rare men you'll get who will sacrifice their what, career. What do you, what do you think about that? It's unfair, but then but then you just think to yourself that you know, I I might be saying this as a sexist person remark, but it's it's, it's a fact that women are better at looking after the children and the household. After my little brother went into school, yeah, full time education. When he started to so work, how was the getting back on the career ladder. Yeah, again, I mean obviously again no education behind me, no experience behind me. Yeah. I did not want to go back to working with children. Yeah. So what I did was I went into volunteering. 
Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed to say I did go into volunteering. I looked on websites and the first one that just came up, which was where my brother-in-law used to work. Mm -hmm. And that was by very, very big coincidence. And yeah, I started volunteering for that one day a week that was. And it was a, like a six-week course or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I did that and then I didn't get very far. But then once <clears throat> that six week was over, the, uh, this job came up at that company. Mm-hmm. And because of, I think, they saw that I was doing volunteering, they gave me an opportunity to actually apply, apply for the job. For yeah. yeah. And I went for the interview and, uh, alhamdulillah, I got it to this day. Now, I You've mean, been there, what, five years, isn't it? It's coming up to five years. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. You know, a lot of employee employers they need to understand people who uh, women may, mostly who come from come back to work after a long gap. Yeah. They need that you know support. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the reason why you went to work was just because you obviously those you felt like you had the time to do it. Yes, but you just wanted to test your brain, work out and your brain. finance, obviously. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just rot away, basically. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You spoke briefly about having us kids. Mm-hmm. Listeners want to know how that was. Not obviously the childbirth, <laughs> but um, the the actual, you know, the experience. What's like the takeaways of having children? I mean, my three kids. I just I am blessed to have you three kids, and oh, you lot mean it. you lot mean the most to me in this whole entire world. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have you three. I mean, especially your sister, the way she is, you, the way, the man you've become. And obviously, I'm hoping that your younger brother follows in your footsteps. Inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Yeah, I mean, but to be honest, it was hard. I mean, I had you and your sister one year apart. It was literally like having twins. What what would you give as, like, advice to future parents? I think you try to get as much support as you can. With kids, having kids is is not it's just it's a twenty four hour job. Yeah, twenty four hour job where especially when they're young. Obviously, yeah, when you you'll get the rewards. Um, inshallah, you will get the rewards when they grow up. But when they're young, it is a full time twenty four hour job where your life has ended, mm-hmm. literally ended. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not trying to scare people not to have any kids, but I'm just trying to say that, yeah, it is a full-time job. But, um, you know, to be honest, right, you'll have, along the way, you'll have so many rewards, like when they first smile, when they first walk, when they first talk, when yeah. they first give you a hug, those experiences are just, you know, you can't match them with anything. Yeah. And right now, the position I'm in, yeah, it's, people say, um, it's good to have them like, you know, um, uh, like uh, one or two straight away in, in not, you know, don't leave a big gap in between. Because at least when they grow up, they're all grown up together. Like his younger brother, is there's a 10-year gap. Yeah. Which, um, to be honest, I think um, I shouldn't have left that longer, long gap. Because it's it was hard to go back, but then but then one thing I can say I'm blessed right where um, you and your sister helped out a lot. So your advice is um, enjoy the like little things. Definitely enjoy the little things, right? Yeah. Because those moments won't come again. Yeah. One thing I wanted to touch on is Bengali culture. Do you feel like it's limited you in any way? Do you feel like you would have done things differently if people, you know, like reputate you know how the culture works mm, no definitely uh, what, what would you change what, what would you, one thing you love about the culture what one thing you ch- would no, change defi- no one thing i have to say i'm proud to be bengali of course and but definitely we and sadly well but like alhamdulillah is changing because mm-hmm. i think now a lot of um especially the young generation 
they're not that bothered anymore. They're not bothered about what people are saying and what people... Because everyone's got issues. And, you know, especially me, I've, I've, I am like this. I mean, um, I don't think... I don't know. What would I say? I'm not the older generation. I'm not the younger generation. I think I'm in the middle generation where I... My opinion is I don't care about other people's life. I have enough issues in my own life to deal with. I don't need to, you know, be poking my head in um, other people's business. Yeah. And that's how I want my kids to, you know, grow up as well. You don't, you don't talk about... You don't gossip about about other people you have your own issues and with you know if someone is going through a problem right and you if you go and ju judge them i mean how do you know two days later you're not gonna have the same issue mm -hmm. so Definitely. you just don't that's Definitely. one thing you don't do you yeah. just you know deal with your own you'll have you've got enough in your on your plate to deal with but life do, do you feel like that's a Bengali trait. Definitely, right. it's a Bengali yeah, trait. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's a Bengali trait. And but I think the older generation do it more. And now, the, like um, like I said, the younger generation they don't do it as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me get onto some questions from the listeners now. For you, I think I've received the most questions ever. Wow! So I'm uh, definitely a popular guest. This is quite centered around me. What is your favorite memory of me as a child? Any embarrassing stories to share as well? And my favorite moment is when you were born. Oh. Uh, okay. What, what do you mean? After that, it just got downhill. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be honest, right, um, you were a lot more easier than your sister. Yeah. He, he I didn't was, cry, that's why. Yeah, he, he didn't used to hardly cry. He yeah. used to just sleep and eat. He, he was a lot more. He, mm. uh, you know, I think to myself, right, um, I think I, that's the reason I cop Because his sister was uh, a nightmare when she was a baby. <laughs> Not she isn't anymore. I love the She's an angel right now. <laughs> but uh, when he... When when they were younger, she was more the one who just used to cry all the time. Okay. Um, what about an embarrassing story? He was always skinny and he's still very slim, but he never ever used to like eating. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I was I, I was paranoid in the thing, in my thinking. I thought if he didn't eat, he was going to die. <laughs> and uh, I used to literally force feed him, yeah. but he used to, whenever I used to, because I used to hand feed him, uh, put in his mouth and he just used to keep it in his mouth. I mean, he no, could have no, kept so, it for no, days. So, so what, we, what I used to do, when my mom used to feed me, She'd give like what a like a round football of it of was rice, not a round of football. rice yeah, and she'd stuff it in one side of my cheek. I did so, not. So I'd have one side just full yeah. They're and, gonna call Charles like Charles. And the thing is, I would I wouldn't chew it because I it was it was just stress. So what my mum would do, she wouldn't wait. She'd put another round football. I did in not my, in the other side of my cheek. <laughs> So basically, I look like you know what's what's those animals with the big cheeks like oh, a yeah, squirrel to this or day, something. Kids are saying that's the reason why he's got fat cheeks. I've got fat cheeks because of that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, I, I disagree. Anyway, what is the best part about being a working mother? The best part, I would say, I mean, I've just got that independent. I've got that. You know, my working life is something which is separate from. Everything, mm -hmm. my house, my kids, everything. This is it's just mine. It's mine. No one. I mean, you, uh, as much as I love you guys, you let in part of that. I mean, I tell you all my stories and I tell you my day and I tell you what's happened and everything and like that. Yeah. But that's part of me. You lot don't actually know unless you look coming to my office. Yeah. So it's 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 that you have that alone time kind of thing, and yeah. away from the family. Definitely. I, I think it is important to have that as well. What What's the most important thing you feel you have taught? Your kids. You know, inshallah, I hope that, that I have brought them up well and where they know. The one thing I would, would I've always uh, tried to instill in them is knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. If you know, then no one can ever, you know, stop you doing something and no one can ever, you know, th th you would always be wanted. 
Yeah. That's what I always, you know, um, this one thing I've always, 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 you know, even to myself, knowledge is power. It's whatever you know, right, people would always want you for that skill. Uh, next question. Which of your family traditions is most important to you? Mm, I don't know. I, do, I don't think we have really? any. Yeah, we, we don't really have yeah, any traditions. Um, I don't know. Oh. Eid, where we have yeah, to definitely. We, yeah, because some people have Eid full of nothing. They don't do anything for Eid. Yeah. But we always have something going on. We yeah, have... that's even with our extended family, where we're three sister in laws, where we rotate. Yeah. It, we, every Eid, there's about 25 of us. Yeah. So imagine when it falls on you. Um, that, that, you know, Eid has to be in their house and yeah. everyone's invited. Yeah. And I, 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 that's one thing I don't, I wouldn't let my kids go and spend it with like their friends. And yeah, they can go out later on, yeah. but they would definitely have to have the lunch meal with the family. Yeah, I, I think that's a good tradition. It's a good one. What do you think I have definitely inherited from you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my good looks. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I've been joking there. He's not good looking. <laughs> um, I don't know. Ah, I think yeah, definitely. No, sorry, that was the, that one. The other one with the joke. This one is serious. I think he's got the um, the maths because I I was very good at maths when I was at school, even though I didn't go on to utilize it. But I think he's, that's where he gets his maths brain from. I'm going to cut that out and just say good looking. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> what hopes and wishes do you have for my future? Oh, gosh, I have so much. <laughs> no, I just mean, obviously one. I don't, would... Don't get, don't get emotional on yeah. us, but just... <laughs> <laughs> No, I, obviously I want the best for you and I hope you do well in your future. Whatever you want to do, I hope you get to achieve it. But as long as it's halal and it's really it's good, alhamdulillah, I'm happy for whatever you want to do. Inshallah, man. Answered some of them. Okay, these are like graduate scheme related. While I was searching, how did you feel during the period before recruit? I, I got my job. Were you worried? Um, how did you support? No, definitely when because when he didn't get it straight away after he graduated, it took it. He did. He he was applying left, right, and center. He was getting rejection. He was to be honest, he was getting depressed, and I was honestly starting to get worried about him. Yeah. One day, I remember he came into um, this is a grown up boy coming into my bed crying, literally no, crying. No, I wasn't crying. I wasn't crying. He was crying. I was not crying. And then I, oh god, the next the, the following day, I was just uh, it was a horrible day for me. I think, oh my gosh, why? 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 I, you know, I'm just thinking. About, I tried to. I, I definitely didn't show it to him. I was definitely worried, and I was thinking because I could see he was getting depressed, yeah. and I did not like it. And but I kept on telling him because obviously he was very young, and I know at that when you're going through, it, you don't actually believe it and you don't think it, right? But he was. He's still young. He had the rest of his life for him, and he will definitely. He was. I mean, sooner or later, inshallah, it, something was gonna, you know, work out. But I, I've I've never told this story to the listeners, but. Do you remember the day before I got the job offer? Yes. Um, so at the assessment centre, I made friends with a couple people there and I took a couple numbers and the day before I got my offer, someone messaged me saying they got an offer and I immediately took that as if I didn't get it. So it was a Thursday. If I didn't get it on the Thursday, that's it. I haven't got it either. Like I have not got the job offer. And that night... Remember, I, yes, I, I remember, I went to you, <laughs> went in your room, went, we were in bed and obviously I don't sleep with my mum, but sometimes <laughs> I'll, I'll come in and I'll just speak with my mum yeah. and I was so down, so upset because I felt like I flopped everything and Alhamdulillah, the next day I got mm. the job offer. 
He was going to Juma Namaz, and yeah. on the way there, he got yeah. the. How, how was it when I did get the job? How did, how did you feel? Oh, I mean, the words cannot even express how I felt. Yeah. I was just so happy because obviously you were so happy, and I knew the thing was that he, I knew that how hard he worked for it, mm. and the fact you know, yeah, obviously Allah does everything for the best, and it, whatever it happens is Allah's will. But it was just, you know, heartbreak. It's heartbreaking to see when your son, you know, when your children, when your children are upset. It's yeah. just one of those things that, you know, as a mother, as a, I think any parent, they can't cope with. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very, very difficult to mm-hmm. cope with. I think some advice that I've given before is keep your parents involved when you're going through that job hunt. Definitely. Would you definitely. You'd agree, yeah? Uh, definitely. I just think, yeah, I mean, whatever we can, whether, you know, whatever it is, I'm even, sure even, parents want to be involved. They yeah. want to know. Yeah. They want to know. I mean, even, I even, think though, they, even though you couldn't really help me much. Yeah. I, I still told you, you know. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, and the thing is, that, but this is the thing, right? Well, if yeah. you think uh, whether I helped you or not, right? I just think that you know, me knowing at least it gave me that comfort, right? I mean, I know what was going on in your life, and I think mm. this is the um, sad thing about some of the youth today, right? They don't talk to their parents, and I know, yeah, some parents, some people, um, you know, children, they can't talk to their parents, um, but I think I don't know. Not, I mean, when I was when I was growing up, my parents were old old school, mm. where I couldn't. I mean, it was a t- total language barrier generation barrier where they were back from back home uh, we were born and brought up in this country people who would who have parents from back home and are born and brought up they would understand yeah. it was just you know you can't relate you can't yeah, you know yeah. relate to your parents i mean now i i think um, the way we speak we are close and wherever i can i think we you can tell me anything you yeah, know yeah. all three of you can i uh, hope and you know that you like can come and speak to me about anything you know which is what is troubling you your your happiness whatever and that this is the thing that no i think if children at least spoke whether they help or not it's just that knowing they even for parents it's that comfort feeling that they involved in their children's life i think that's really really important uh, hardest thing your mom had to learn as a parent actually being a parent and trying to be a good parent i mean obviously i made i have made mistakes which every parent does but i just think that you know it's the whatever the best you can do you have to you know give your 100 percent. and you know i think all parents do they give their 100 percent. they sacrifice so much for their children and when the heartbreaking thing is when children don't appreciate it I mean, yeah, eventually they probably will when um, when they probably have kids and they realise. But, you know, at the time, maybe some don't. But I'm just so blessed where I have three, you know, wonderful kids. I mean, the younger one is too young to understand. But the two which I do, older ones, they do they do appreciate. They do appreciate uh, what I've done for them, what um, how I am with them. And, I mean, I couldn't ask for more, to be honest. This is, you know, this is one thing I'm just so blessed and... Um, I thank Allah every single day. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I honestly do. But anyway, that's that's one thing I have to be. I'm very proud of my kids. Okay, I'm gonna ask the, the last question, and it's a bit of a lighter mood, yeah, because it's getting a bit, it's getting a bit, getting a bit <laughs> emotional, yeah. So, last question: How do you prioritize self care? So, how do you look after yourself? Oh, boy, yeah. this could be a whole podcast in itself, <laughs> isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, to be honest, I yeah, I try to um, look after myself very well because now that my kids are older. When they're younger, it's very, 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 very tough to do. And to be honest, I don't think I did. I probably look like a tramp all the time. But right now, but now uh, they're grown up. I look after myself. Yes, I you give do. time to myself. Yes, I actually, I, I mean, I try to look after in health wise. I exercise regularly. Ooh. Try to anyway. Okay. And as well as, um, okay, not eat healthily. Come on, the lemon yeah. water every morning. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that's you yeah, definitely. As well as you know, I try to look um, with my dressing, my makeup. I try to look after myself. So that's the end of the questions. What I always end each podcast with is asking the guests to give like a bit of advice. Try to do the best you can in life, and just never forget you. You know, you have support around you, family, especially parents, friends. I mean, you if you can reach out, you know, there are people there to help out, help if you do need any kind of help and support. Um, like my son is telling me, it's probably there's a young generation who's listening to this, not only older generation. So I don't even know if this is going to be any interest to you guys, because from an older generation person coming, I was even nervous to come and talk here. I'm thinking to myself, is anyone the even pe- going to be the, interested? The, listen, I made that tweet, man, and loads of people retweeted it. Loads uh, of I know. I'm just I'm surprised and I'm happy. Yeah. My five minutes of fame, yeah. you know, I'm to a famous now. No. No. <laughs> I mean, this is gonna. I am not gonna, you know, let them forget this. Yeah. I'm Twitter famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and thank you guys for listening to me. And I hope I have helped. And if you not do have any other questions, please um, uh, let me know. How how are they gonna let you know? All right. Uh, no, you no, can no. ask my son, <laughs> and I will answer them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's the end of episode ten. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for my mom for being here. Like always, make sure you follow on SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you follow the Twitter. It's at We Are GC Podcast. Make sure you follow my mom. No wait, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>